Welcome to The Giving Room with Dave and David, where we encourage remarkable generosity, from amazing stories to easy-to-understand discussions about tools for giving that may just be right for you. Hey, welcome to The Giving Room. I'm Dave. And I'm David. And just thrilled to have you here. Today, we're going to be talking, kind of pulling the curtain back a little bit on some of the fundraiser speak. Yeah, this is like a Wizard of Oz thing. <laughs> a it's little like bit, we're yeah. not in Kansas anymore. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but it's, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're going to talk a little bit about, about some of the ways that charities market themselves and what we're going to call the overhead myth. So pull up a chair, grab your coffee, and uh, here we go. Yeah. Well, I think part part of the purpose, one of the things we've said we want to do is make sure that, uh, you know, just people are equipped to make the best decisions. You know, we, we like to promote sort of like intentional giving yeah. and sometimes um, there's marketing and spin and things and sometimes things that have come from a good place historically, but it may not be so good now. And we're going to talk about one of those yeah. things today. Well, so. You want to make sure when you're giving, you're giving to the right place. You want to make sure that you're, you're making a difference through your gift. As we talk about giving is joining. And so are you joining something you should be? I mean, and that's really important. So understanding how charities, uh, we, we've all seen manipulative marketing before, yeah. and that's not just a, a thing that, that, you know, insurance people do, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's everywhere, including in you the just charity offended, space. offended like all the insurance I'm sorry. Folks. Uh, I have had so many mortgage things about insuring my mortgage lately because I bought a house not too long ago and everyone wants to insure it and, and they use all sorts of manipulative stuff. So it's just top of mind. So yeah. no offense to insur- insurance people. It's really important. But Though you completely, right. Anyway, no, well, this is one of those things. So again, like just from a values perspective, we've talked about the giving, especially for the believer needs to be cheerful, you know, strategic and uh, intentional. Right. And this is a little bit of that intentional and strategic part um, Mm -hmm. a little bit today, uh, just to kind of unpack this thing. So that that's called the overhead myth. Right. Um, So if you, if you searched overhead myth and charities, you Googled that you'd, you'd find lots of things and lots of discussion. And this is just one of those things that again, came from a good place, but it's kind of evolved into something that I think gets us has a potential to trip us up. Right. So explain kind of in a nutshell, like what, what is, what are we talking about when we say overhead? So, well, we're talking about like the administration. So, you know, all, charities like take people to run them. So there's like a cost right. uh, in doing that. And, and sometimes the operations are directly related to like delivering the program, the service, whatever the life change thing is that mm-hmm. that, that, that nonprofit's doing. Uh, but then sometimes there's fundraising and sometimes there's marketing and sometimes there's just like running the thing. And there's like yeah. the human resource piece, you know, sort of all those things that come mm-hmm. with that. Uh, and, and what, what, what has gotten us in trouble in the past is, you know, we've, we've seen charities that have done it wrong, right? right. Like they've spent way too, too much money and, you know, like lots of people are getting paid and not a lot of service is getting delivered. Right. And, and sort of the reaction to that has been this thing that's evolved into the overhead mess. So it is actually saying, you know, you'll see charities that say, you know, a hundred percent of your gift goes to, you know, whatever, feeding the poor or yeah. eliminating the suffering or changing these lives. And whenever you see that, you just need to pause and say, well, that's, that's not possible. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So like, how can a hundred percent of my gift go to that? Like somebody or something has to be paying for some of those other like soft mm-hmm. and indirect costs. And, and so when you, you know, I'm sure you've, you've probably heard of or seen some charities even have them on the homepage of their website, that pie chart that says this percentage goes to programming. This percentage goes to fundraising. This percentage goes to the ministry being delivered. And, so, and, and don't get me wrong. We're not saying the pie chart by itself is bad. Right. Like, right, right. Cause again, it's a response. It's to, it's for them to be 
to try to say, hey, we're we're doing we are doing good stuff and we're not spending all of your money on paying the CEO. Right. Because there were charities that were doing that. It was basically yeah. just a big fundraising organization for people to feel good about themselves and they weren't actually doing any work. So this is a response to that, but you still should pause when you see the pie chart because it may not be all that it means. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a popular really popular charity that that does advertise that. Folks may you know, you know, you don't have to search long to find one <laughs> sort of a favorite of even like Silicon Valley folks. Um, right. And they do, they actually do great stuff, except that I think they've hurt, you know, other mm-hmm. charities because they, their marketing says hundred percent of your gift goes to charity. And in that case, it's basically true that that happens. But the only reason that is true is that they've got like this sort of private fundraising thing going on right. where people actually are funding the overhead, right? Because a hundred percent of that guy's funding goes to overhead. Right. So that hundred percent right. of your funding doesn't. Right. But you don't ever <laughs> hear that story. Right. So you don't know that there's another you out there a hundred percent funding the executive, you know, the executive right. director's salary and the, you know, development director's salary and all those things, right? All the the administrative function and the marketing, um, of which that charity has tons of great marketing, this particular Correct. charity. Uh, so you just don't know that that's happening. But in your mind, you just think, well, this is a really good thing. 100% of my gift goes right. there. So why wouldn't I want that? And then we don't even realize that we carry that into like the next charity we talk to, right? And we're right. like, well, how much of my money is going to actually alleviate, you know, the suffering or, you know, do this great mm-hmm. thing? And that's... Our, yeah, I think the point of today is just that that's not the first place to start, right? So that's not necessarily strategic. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be actually bad. I mean, I mean, the the larger the charity is, then maybe that metric makes some sense, right? But there's some small charities. Um, well, let's even think. You know, we both uh, you grew up on the mission field, right? right? Yeah. So how do we? Where do we draw the line between like? So your your father and grandfather were surgeons on the mission field, right? right? So where do we draw the line between this is like an administrative thing and this is the program? Like when people were giving, you know, to, to your family, right. They were supporting this medical mission uh, Mm -hmm. in Zimbabwe. Right. I mean, essentially my parents had to raise their salary. Right. I mean, that was what they were doing, which was that overhead or is that programming? Yes, is the answer, right? right? So like, because there is no program, especially in that context, Mm -hmm. there's no program without the docs. And in context, I work, you know, right now I work at at the the River Radio Station in Columbus, Ohio. You know, what... What about radio is programming versus overhead? It's probably just the DJs, right? No one else in the building is right, programming. No one else is programming. So, you and know. That's facetious. <laughs> right? Because it's it's nonsense. Well, because and, you have to have everybody else. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to pay thousands and thousands for a music license for the opportunity just to put music on the radio. Yeah. Is that overhead or is that programming? Right. You, you have to pay for... We have to pay for four radio towers and an engineer to serve them. Is that overhead or is that programming? Right, right. It's it, it, again as you yeah. cre- build this out, it's it's completely subjective. Yeah, and uh, well, it ends up being that. a little arbitrary. And right. you know, and some of this is pushed by even you know, like the, the IRS wants to know how much is administrative and how much is fundraising and how mm-hmm. much is programmed. So that's where some of those words are coming right. from. Um, but it's really not as simple as that. It's not. It's actually not as clear. Uh, I was actually just on a uh, phone call actually with mm-hmm. a a smaller organization and that executive director is both the executive director and the operations director and the development director <laughs> and the program director. And if we had to like sort out like what, what he's doing at any given day, 
He's taking those hats off. So and on. what you're telling me is that organization is 95% operational cost and 5% programming because his salary is 95% of the budget, right? <laughs> Which is ridiculous, right? <laughs> so yeah. it's really, you know, it's nearly the other. It's like really the program is this guy, yeah. which is the case with most missionaries well, and a lot of organizations. And, and I think, but I mean, and even to kind of peel that back. Okay. So yeah. we're, we're still even at this point assuming that programming cost is more important than operational cost. Right. And that's actually by itself also can be dangerous because I could save a whole lot in operation cost by hiring only entry level people that are not that are underqualified to work and they won't actually do good work because they have no experience, but they're cheap right. and it reduces right. my operational cost. Or I can hire a really experienced person who costs me a little more in salary but I get more per dollar out of that person because of their skill set, experience, and quality. So in the nonprofit sector, Correct. so let's say I get, I actually get more life change out of paying somebody a little bit more, right? Um, because of the experience, because of all that, and well, and and the other the other side of that coin is even just like a living wage or a mm-hmm. thriving wage, right? Yeah. So I, there's actually been this is maybe this is like myth part two, right? There's right. this you know because it's ministry, then there's like sacrifice, you know, and that's true ish. But I mean, yeah. I think we even you know, have Paul to Timothy said, you know, basically don't muzzle the ox while it's working, right? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, right. like you got to feed the beast. Yeah. That's where he said, you know, the labor's worthy of his hire or his wages. Um, and that's echoed in Luke too. So it's in like, you know, Timothy and it's in Luke. Oh. And so there's yeah. like theology for like paying people kind of what they're, um, what they're worth, what they deserve for yeah. the, the time. And I know what the worth and deserve those Dangerous words. Those are dangerous um, words. But the, the reality is, you know, we we probably should do a little bit better paying people. Um, and mm-hmm. we probably need to realize that the program is bigger than what we've let ourselves think. And if we're solely motivated by like 100% of my dollar goes to make this thing happen, mm, um, it, it's just the wrong thing to Ultimately, lead Ultimately, what we're talking here is we're actually using the wrong metric. Yeah. To, to gauge a charity when we start diving into what categories are being funded. The, the reality is it, what's, more, what's more important is not what pays the CEO, what pays the operation or overhead, or what pays the programming. What, what's more important is what is the outcome per dollar right. of the charity? What, what is being accomplished by the charity with the resources they have? Because you know one of the, 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 the story about I can pay uh, if two charities built a house – one paid $100,000 to build a house and one paid, you know, $10,000. Okay, I'm making up numbers. $10,000 to build the house. Both of them had the same percentage of their funding go to, or one, one gave 100% of their funding to, to the $100,000 house and one gave 10% of their funding to the, to the house. But one could build 10 houses for $100,000. One could build one house for $100,000. Which one did more? The one that built 10 houses, right? Right. It's, it's it, the, again, what is the outcome per dollar? If 90% of the funding went to the CEO's salary and they built 10 houses, or if a hundred percent of it went to the, <laughs> the service, but they built a really expensive house. That's no better because it's just a matter of, of how, what, what yeah, they're getting a little per perspective. Dollar. And yeah. I think that's the thing is like, to yeah. just not to really bad illustration, just, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's a little weak on areas, but let's, the, I think the idea is you yeah. just got to think, right. Yeah. And that goes back to the intentional part. So mm-hmm. we want intentional and strategic yeah. in our, in our giving, you know, in, you know, your giving. So we just need to kind of pause and, and think beyond, you know, the pie chart, as you said, or right. beyond the percentage. And again, these are coming from good places. You know, there has been mm-hmm. abuse, uh, yeah. you know, with exorbitant salaries or, you know, um, you know, some national charities raised tons and tons and tons of money. And then, you know, 
there is a small percentage that goes into the, into the work. Well, um, you're, and that's another good point too, is that the pie, I guess the pie chart could mean more on a bigger organization yeah. as well, because your, your local charity that's, that's, that's small market serving your community might be more involved, might be more invested in your community, might be doing great work, but it, it may also have more overhead because it doesn't have a giant national backing. There's no yeah. corporate office somewhere. Yeah, there's less economy Correct. scale because they're kind yeah. of doing it on their own. And I mean, and there's tons of charities in that context, local adoption agencies, pregnancy resource centers, your you know, local chat. They have to have people uh, locally and and anyway, so it's just different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, so we've kind of beat this to death, but that's the, that's the thing is, you know, the, <laughs> the myth is, you know, only give to organizations that have, you know, really low overhead. And I'm like, mm, how about reasonable overhead? Uh, and mm-hmm. even, th- you know, put yourself in the shoes of the yeah. people that are doing the work as far as like, what's a reasonable, you know, kind of thriving wage, which is what I think we want. We don't want mm-hmm. to do all this great work and like hurt the people doing the work. That doesn't right. make any sense. Um, and we don't want to have sort of like these arbitrary you know, standards mm-hmm. that really hurt the outcome um, yeah. by the nature of their existence. Well, so. And again, I, I think in the for-profit space, you know, if, if all, if, if, if everything's about cutting costs, is it a good place to work? Right. 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 I mean, if, if it's all about, okay, we're going to slash everyone's salaries so that we can serve the, you know, do serve the customer better. I think that's important, but it's the company's going to fall apart. Right. There's a, there's a point where you can't, you can only cut so much. Correct. You can only pay people. Right. You know, you can only keep the overhead, you know, so, so small and, and, and then, and still be effective. And so that, that's that, that balance of stewarding the resources. You want an organization that stewards the resources well. You yeah. also want an organization that stewards their people well, because people that are stewarded well do better work. They do better ministry. Um, and, and, you know, if, if every nonprofit worker has to go get a second job to feed their family, they're going to do less work and not as good work. Um, yeah. Well, and we, and we need to probably think about that, yeah. <laughs> right? Like right. That, that would be a consideration. So both are important, but again, the key comes down to it. We talk about yeah, all I the just time. Thought, can I share yeah. one more story yeah, and sure. then we'll just wrap this up. So I actually remember I was working with a, a larger organization, um, actually on the West coast yeah. and they, <sighs> <laughs> this wealthier family we were donors, which is a great thing, but they never like, they didn't want to ever talk to a development person and they didn't want their money to ever like fund the salary of a development person. But yet at the same time, they weren't funding enough to be like, you know, the sole supporter of an organization or anything. So right. it's kind of like, it's like, we're going to make this gift. It has to go to a program. It can never go to a development person, which is like probably the person that reached out to them the very first time. Mm-hmm. I, it's kind of weird. And then, you know, we never want to hear from them again. And I'm like, that's very, um, short-sighted I thought and 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 a little rude right like so why why <laughs> can't a development right. person talk to you and and so and you want to stop the person that's out adding resources to what you're giving um it just seemed to be really short-sighted and I didn't really I never understood the yeah. you know I wasn't allowed to talk to them right so yeah. so I never could actually unpack <laughs> like where is this coming from like did somebody offend you early on or mm-hmm. like what is the thing but it um it just doesn't seem to make any sense to say you know to even like carve out that specific piece, right. you know, well, all the program and especially not to the development people, the, you know, the people that are adding <laughs> more gas to the, you know, more fuel to the fire. Don't, don't give them anything. I mean, it didn't even make any sense, but I'm actually going to piggyback on that a little right, bit. One more thing. Yeah. One more thing. We're going right. to keep adding one more thing. We got, we got, uh, but right. the, um, I, I believe full wholeheartedly that if you're doing, if the development person is doing development, right. That is a ministry of itself. 
you know, because as we, we've talked about, generosity is a spiritual discipline. It is something that we are growing in as believers. And especially at a Christian charity, if a development person is doing their job right, they're they're helping you grow in your faith. They're also not jealous of you necessarily. Uh, you know, I have coached some of my like I, some some of my, my the supporters of the of the river here. I have actually helped connect to other charities based on their personal passions and what their heart is in. And they've actually called me, Dave, I want to support this kind of cause. I respect you because of your work in charities. I know you know a lot of charities. Can you direct me towards the right place in this cause? That's not the Rivers thing, but it's my thing. I'm going to keep supporting you, but I also want to support this. Where, Where do you recommend I go? Well, and that's what's and, good for them and good right. for the river and good for everything right. they're doing. And, and, it's, at it's, the, and at the end of the day, especially in the, in the faith context, yeah. um, who are we to replace the Holy Spirit, right? right? So if the Holy Spirit's leading them to give to this thing, we're going to help them I, do I want it. people to support so. what Jesus is doing and what he's prompting their heart right. to do. I hope it's the river because that's where yeah. I work. <laughs> but if it's not, I want to help you grow in your faith, grow in your generosity and as the development person, that's my job. Yeah. Now, I think we'll, we'll end up doing a whole episode one time on yeah. sort of like the development person as like a ministry person. Because mm-hmm. um, I think uh, like both sides need to know that, right? Like, so there'll be a message like to the people that do development work and it'll right. be, you know, to <laughs> the donors. Like, yeah. so you can just see that. Because uh, I think it ends up being almost a, uh, it can be a reciprocal, almost discipleship relationship, right. right? Like I'm helping this person grow in this way and they're actually helping demonstrate right. it back to me. So um, it's, a, it's a both and, you yeah, know, it's a good thing. And that is an iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. piece uh, there. That's, that's perfect. And that's way better than letting some, you know, ridiculous sort of percentage drive things. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, we'll bring this full circle. Let's let the Holy spirit drive things and let's yeah. let ourselves be intentional. Let's do a little bit of work yeah. um, to understand sort of where the money really is going. And let's take a little more holistic approach to, to what we're doing. So, I think that's it. That's yeah. it. So that's the, that's the myth. The uh, pulling back the curtain is, you know, don't get, don't get tripped up by you know yeah. this overhead myth thing. So. Absolutely. So again, thanks for hanging out with us again, just a reminder, right? It's, it's about the good being done by the charity. It, it's not about pie charts. It's not about who they're paying. What it's about. Are they doing the best with the resources they have to do the most good with it? And that may not necessarily be in the categories you think it should be. So again, thrilled you're here. Um, thanks for listening to us. We look forward to chatting with you again. Make sure you can, you can find out more uh, information at givingroompodcast.com. And again, really, really appreciate you hanging out with us today. The Giving Room Podcast is brought to you by Giving Design LLC, where we help ministries and their donors utilize plan giving to change the world. Go to givingdesign.com to learn more. As always, a huge thank you to River Radio Ministries for sponsoring and producing this podcast. Go to riverradio.com to listen or learn more.